Hey, yesterday, Jupiter reached opposition. What the heck does that mean? Here to uh, clarify exactly what's going on in the heavens, Paul Delaney, 640 Toronto expert in astronomy and space exploration. Paul, uh, welcome to us. I understand you are up north in Alaska. I am indeed, Kelly. It's very, very beautiful up here, too. I bet. Is it, is it the place to be if you want to stargaze? Uh, not really at this time of the year because the sun doesn't go down till well after 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> well, so. you're hooped then with regard to this <laughs> Jupiter story. That's true, but you know what? Jupiter is going to hang around for a few more weeks. So even though last night was technically uh, the opposition point when Jupiter is directly opposite the sun from our point of view here on Earth, therefore rising at sunset and will stay up all night to sunrise, Jupiter moves across the sky fairly slowly. So, you know, a week or two from now, it'll still be almost as good. Okay. And this is naked. This is a we can view this with the naked eye. Oh, absolutely. Blindingly bright there over in the eastern sky. It's the brightest object in the sky at this time of the year, uh, with the exception of obviously the moon or the sun. Um, it best views, though, with a telescope. So, yes, you can see it easily rising there across the east. But get to a telescope, get to an observatory somewhere and have a good look at this planet because it is absolutely amazing to look at. What is you, you worry about our weather systems here. You know, Jupiter is just one big weather system and it shows through any telescope. Wasn't there a story recently about the spot on Jupiter? The Great Red Spot yeah. has, yeah, it, it pops in and out of our uh, news uh, stories. It, it's been around for at least 400 years. Galileo saw it in 1610 when he turned the telescope to the night sky for the very first time. And it's never left, but it shrinks a little bit. It changes its uh, deep red hue periodically. Occasionally, there are other storm systems around it. And our probe, Juno, of course, is uh, observing Jupiter from orbit at the moment. So, yes, uh, the red spot has been in the news of light. So tomorrow, Wednesday, Jupiter will actually be at its closest point to the Earth this year. Yes, a paltry 640 million kilometers just across the way. That's true. If you want to see it, is the best time to to view, is it at uh, the sunset? Um, no, in fact, you really should wait a couple of hours because when any, whenever an object is so close to the horizon, you're looking through all, especially in the cities, you're looking through a lot of pollution. Uh, you want Jupiter to get a little higher in the sky. It will shine through that pollution, but the view will be a little less steady, if you will. So, yeah, shimmering if you're ever looking out across the water at sunrise, sunset. Uh, you know, it, the, the view there is just not as crisp and as clear as, you know, higher in the sky. So wait a couple of hours and, you know, York University's observatory is showing the, uh, the views of Jupiter tonight and, of course, for our public viewings on Wednesday nights. Uh, and that is happening from 10 till midnight tonight and from 9 till 11 tomorrow evening. So waiting an hour or so after sunset is certainly the, the best plan. Paul, if people want to get in on this public viewing, do you have to, you know, register online or anything like that? No, nope, you just turn up. Uh, so we're heading over to the uh, William Small Centre on the York University campus, and there we've got our 40-centimetre telescope along with a battery of smaller telescopes because, of course, everybody wants to look right now. Uh, and they'll be spread out across the roof there. So, no, you do not need to um, uh, to book. But, you know, if the, the air has got a little bit of a, a crispness to it, dress for the weather because you are going to be outside looking at the stars. The next Jupiter opposition occurs the night of July 14th and 15th, 2020. And at that yeah. time, Jupiter is going to be even closer. Why is it going to be closer? 
Well, Jupiter moves around in its orbit in a slightly elliptical path. So it's a squished circle. So sometimes it's a little further from the sun uh, than at others. And so too does the Earth. So when you line up the sun, the Earth, and Jupiter in this particular instance, sometimes those particular planets are a little further or a little closer to the sun. So bottom line to it is next year, it's a little bit more favorable. It's a few uh, uh, million kilometers closer, which means technically it's slightly better to view because the object appears slightly larger in our telescope. But it does vary a little bit from year to year, uh, just as you know the moon, as it is orbiting around the Earth. Sometimes it's a little further away and it appears a little smaller and sometimes it's a little bit closer. You've all heard the term the supermoon. Well, that's when the moon is as large in our sky as it can be. It's not always like that because of its distance from us. The plus to seeing it, you know, waiting a year and checking it out is it happens in July and it'll be a little bit warmer for viewing. Well, there is that. But as I said, you know, Jupiter is moving across the sky fairly quietly. So if you don't get a chance tonight or tomorrow night, any Wednesday night up at York will certainly reveal Jupiter over the next one to two months in terrific detail. Yes, it'll be slightly further away week by week. But I'll tell you what, generally speaking, people won't be able to tell the difference over the next month. What's your turnout like? Uh, on public viewings in the summer, when it is warm, we can have anywhere from 50 to 100 people up there. A little fewer in the winter time. <laughs> how much time would you get if you're with 50 or 100 people? How much time do you get at the telescope? Well, that's why we deploy smaller telescopes so that you're not having to wait a long time at the main telescope. So you'll have a look at one object through the big telescope and then you'll meander around to the smaller telescopes talking with the staff all the time. The time does go by very quickly uh, and that 50 to 100 people is spread out over a two-hour period. It gets a little busy around about 10 o'clock, but uh, even then, you know, the longest wait is maybe 10, maybe 15 minutes at the most. I know I say this every time you bring that up, but I think we got to make a date to get out there and see things uh, because it would be very interesting to to be viewing Anytime. along with you. Anytime, Kelly. The night sky is always beckoning, and I'm, I'm happy to take you out anytime. Thanks so much, Paul. You have yourself a fantastic afternoon. Will indeed. Cheers. Cheers.